2: All right, everybody. Welcome to Lost in America, episode ninety-five. My name's Turner Sparks. My name is Mike Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at K A P Cap in America on the podcast. Today we have author, comedian Audrey Murray. Yes, this is her third time on the pod. Third time on the podcast. Yeah, joining an exclusive club. Ooh, the three timers. The three timers club. club. Only a couple. Or she it- just she. She just wrote a book. It came out a few days ago called yeah. Open Mic Night in Moscow and Other Stories from My Search for Black Markets, Soviet Architecture, and Emotionally Unavailable Russian Men. That is a ringing title. I Who love else could Very... be more perfect for our podcast yeah, I... than the great Audrey Murray? Also, can I say this, Kaplan? Uh-huh. I got the book. You have it. I'm ho- seeing it. You're holding it in your arms right now. I got and it at Barnes & Noble. It's a thick book. It's, I got, I'm going to give her credit when she gets here. She wrote a lot of words. Which is <laughs> You get more bang for your buck if you buy this book, people. Exactly. That's uh yeah, it's per word. It's very cheap. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's a good, yeah, good price per word. And in the in the sleeve, in the back sleeve. Which you should start with. When you get a book, go to the sleeve first. The back sleeve. Back sleeve. You yeah. don't go first. Yeah, do it it's like Hebrew. You read, read backwards. Hebrew. Yeah, and first thing you want to know is what they look like. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's always number one. Yeah. anyone writes a book, you're like, how can I read this if I don't know are they hot? Right. I mean, are they I mean, I, if I see someone who's Japanese? hot, I, I usually don't want to read the book. But, oh. Because um, I... You, know. you, you just end up Googling them, and then you're done? <laughs> no, I just... Well, I always think, like, ugly people are, are better writers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a bad... That that's, gives me hope as a writer. But anyway, go on. In the, in the back <laughs> sleeve of the book, it says, Audrey Murray has appeared on the... Dun-dun-dun-dun... Lost oh. in America podcast. Wow. And yeah. a couple other crappy ones. We don't is, that, to is that why she got the book deal, right? I think that's why she, think got she got it. I think she got it after being appearing the first I, time. I, I think, Episode no, that, seven for people who want to go back to Or her. the second time when she did the dating show. Yes. I think they heard that, <laughs> and they're really like, awkward. we got to give her a I book. They gave her, they gave her an advance, and then they gave her, like, a what do they call it in the book business? They also, named, <laughs> they also named the Shanghai Comedy Corner podcast, and I'm going to use this platform to go after them publicly. Okay. Here's Take why. It. Take them down. Take Jay- them off. I want. I don't want them to be on the paperback edition of this book. When I I'm don't. We'll, we'll bring. Yeah, yeah, they don't have a sleeve on a paperback. Yeah, oh, but. whoops. <laughs> <laughs> they still mention where they put the office from. Here's what happened. I went on that podcast a few years ago. Uh huh. Doing them a favor, Yeah, of course. You know they need to get eyeballs. Yeah, trying to get some downloads. And so I go on. Uh, lovely podcast. Have a good time. Goes up. He puts it up. I think it goes to number one. I think it's. <laughs> number I think one it's in what in, in, in his <laughs> podcast. Okay. Shanghai Comedy Corner. But and then. A few years later, we're at some comedy club. We have some comedian over visiting. Should we just say? I don't know if we shouldn't say who it is. I don't want to get him wrapped up in this. A big name. A big get. Big get. He's yeah. a big ranter on this podcast. A-, a friend of our podcast. Yes, he's over in Shanghai doing doing a tour with us. And this Shanghai Comedy Corner podcast weasel <laughs> goes up to him all week long. Goes, come do my podcast. Come do my podcast. Well, it's something we fl- Andy Curtin and I fl- fly the guy over. Andy has a podcast at that point called Lost in the Middle. It's going to come back at some point. Check it out. Lost in the Middle. Lost in the Middle podcast. Yeah. Middle Kingdom, China. Uh, okay. So this. So we go. Sorry, this guy's doing Andy's podcast. Plus, he's on our tour. We flew him out. And the guy won't stop. He goes, no, this guy, He, your friend wants to do my podcast. I go, he doesn't want to do your podcast. He called you a weasel. You got to get out of here. And then the guy takes my episode down. Deletes your episode because this comic would not do his podcast, and you told him that he wouldn't do it. I had to be the bad point. guy. That's some censorship. On his part. Yeah, on his part. And yeah. then what happened to his podcast? I I don't even know if it's in business anymore. That's what happens when you come come at the king. That's what you get. (laughs) You better not miss. (laughs) My God. We should have this guy on our podcast just so we could delete him. The weasel? The weasel. Have him on, put up there for a week, and then delete it. That's a good idea. Speaking of comedy. Yes. I'm coming to Mill Valley, California (laughs) on August 28th. Oh, baby, August 28th. Great day for comedy. August 28th. It's a Tuesday night. I'll be at the Throckmorton Theater. Get your tickets at their website. Come on out to that Throckmorton Theater, Mill Valley, California. That's where uh, when Robin Williams was alive, he lived down the street and he'd be there all the time. All right. Well, that's, that's a that's big, big really, reason to come. That really help you, Dallas. You're really a huge fan <laughs> of Robin Williams. And he might have walked by this comedy club on his way August, other things. August 29th. That's a Wednesday night. I'll be at the Punch Line, Sacramento. Okay. Coming did, home. Did Paige Estriakovich live down the street from there? Or not he anyone? used to do a lot of comedy there, too. <laughs> all right. So I'll be there. Get your tickets at Punchline, uh, the Punchline website, or you can all go to turnersparks.com, and you can get redirected through there. Those are both big shows. It's going to be a lot of fun. The Punchline Sacramento one's huge. Get those now. That's going to sell out. Will Myrna Sparks be there? Myrna Sparks will be in attendance. Oh, my God. You got to go just to meet Myrna. Gary Sparks. Gary a, Sparks. If you want to cook some books. Accountant to the bottom He be, might there. be taking questions afterwards. Amazon people. Yes. If you want to support our podcast, support this show, but you don't live in New York City, can't come to our live shows, even if you can, go to, all you have to do, you're going to buy stuff on Amazon anyway. Before you buy, shop on Amazon, go to lostinamericapod.com, click on the Amazon advertisement in the upper right-hand corner. That'll take you back to Amazon, do your regular shopping. We yeah. get a percentage of that money. We need that money. We want to we make it to 100 episodes, people. We need the lights to stay on. We're almost at we of business. We're five to go. We just keep buying stuff, people. Exactly. We, producer Randy Lee doesn't work for free. No, he's behind the glass, and he's 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 not happy about it right <laughs> he's now. He's so. not happy at all. He's not happy with us. Cap, should we get to Lost in America? Let's play the music. Play Randy, them. play the music. Play the music, Randy Lee. <laughs> All right, we're back. Kaplan. Yes. I'm lost in America this week. Continually lost. Continually lost. This is a big one. So this is the first time. We just moved apartments, as we all know. Yes. Yeah, Do yeah. not move into the projects. No. We're in Cobble Hill. No. La-dee-da. Brooklyn. Anything with a hill in it. New, anyone? Lovely. Yeah, I yeah, said, I will only live anywhere with a hill or a heights. Hill or a heights? Yeah. That's her rule. Go so on. we move in. The new place. First time we've ever had, we have a super. A Super. And from what I can tell, that means a landlord, but your landlord... I don't know what a super is, so that's kind of why I'm coming to you. Okay. I know it's a guy who's, like, in charge of our building. <laughs> I don't... Because our landlord lives in uh, in Georgia, the state... Of, not the country. The state of they, Georgia. Both are far away. Yeah. And so they got this super who I think lives in, uh, in the building, and... Does that mean a superintendent? The only thing I know about a super is from the movie with Joe Pesci in the 1980s, The Super. Okay. Where they're like on the cover, some guy's playing basketball, and then he's standing there like with his arms up. Like, I don't know. Is Joe Pesci the super, right? I think I he is. I haven't seen the movie, but he looks like I could see him playing a super. Yeah, so what does super stand for? Or is it an acronym? Like I, That's a great date. Where, where does that term come from? <laughs> superintendent? He's not the superintendent. That's Supervisor? Supervisor. I think that's where. i are going to go with that. Your super doesn't live in your building, though. He's just like, he works for the, right? Your super, particular. Unclear. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. It's very, it could be good. Be Befriend him early on. Yeah. How, I see, like, what's his nationality? Do you know if you met this guy? Dominican. Yeah, they're always, they're maybe always, Puerto Rican. They're always miscellaneous Spanish-speaking. Miscellaneous Spanish-speaking is exactly <laughs> what he is. It's very hard to figure out. Latin American. But try to, you know, befriend him. Uh, don't, because uh, it's very valuable. Okay, like, but here, th- can I, so I have a question. A specific instance happened last week. Okay. Incident. So what happened was, I, in my head, the super, he's in charge of everything. He's in charge of the building. He's in charge of the whole thing. So we live on the first floor. We also have a basement. The basement has access to, like, the general basement for the building. Okay. So we have uh, – I'm walking home a couple days ago, and there's a Con Edison guy out there, like an electricity guy out there on the street. And he sees me walk into my apartment, which is on the, at the street level. Okay. And he goes, hey, you live there? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, cool. I need to get into your basement. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, there's no, he doesn't have a truck on. Does he have around. a uniform on or something? He has a hat. <laughs> He's got a hat. He has a hard hat. And, and it that's Con it. Edison on the hard hat? It says Con Edison, which is like Great. the electric company. Well, you can probably get that hard hat at the vintage store or something. <laughs> 100%. You can get it anywhere. So he goes, oh, I need to get into your basement. And I went, uh, I don't know. Let me call the super. Which oh, cause I've been told. That's good. Well that's we'll play it. You're yeah. Not, you're not as or so off the boat as they thought. So I call the super and he goes, Absolutely not. We have no appointment with Conest and do not let anyone into this building. And I said, Okay, fine. I come back out and he goes. You can understand your super that well? Oh yeah. This is a this is a great super. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, every yeah. super I've ever had, I I've loved them all. I can never say a word they're saying on <laughs> the phone. It's always like let him in don't let him in what what can you, can you no here he says absolutely not okay so i so i go out and go sorry con edison i can't let you in mr edison <laughs> mr Edison. and the guy goes all right uh don't worry about it um i said the lamp the the super won't let me he goes, don't worry about it i'll be back in like an hour Ooh. so he says don't worry about it but he doesn't take no for an answer an hour later he comes back he goes hey uh just check him back i need to get into your Are building you, i sit waiting outside for him me? Yeah, what do you mean? He's checking back. Oh, he hit, hit your buzzer? He's going to knock on my door again. Uh, oh. Yeah. And so then an hour later, I'm in my apartment. He knocks at the door again. Hey, I, I need to get into your building now. And I went, yeah, I don't know. I t- called the super. <laughs> he said no. And he goes, well, call him again. I call him again. Super doesn't answer. He's off the, uh, <laughs> off, the, off the map. Yeah. I text him. No answer. So I just go, hey, dude, I'm sorry. I can't let you in. Super says no. Are you the only one who lives in this building? We live at the... So our door is at the street. Uh, uh. And then there's a door next to us that goes up to everyone else's. So you can give him access to the basement. Imagine... We almost have like a suite. Right. And then everyone else, you have to go up the stairs. We can give him access to the basement. Exactly. And so... He says, if the Super, if you won't let me in, the Super won't let me in, I'm going to have to call the fire department. They'll be here in five minutes, and they're not going to ask. They're it's just going to get in. Is he explaining what is the reason he needs to get in for at this point? Very vaguely. He Ugh. goes, oh, there's a water thing down the street, and you might have a gas. There might be a gas issue. Probably not, but I need to check it out. Right. Again, no truck anywhere, no uniform, just a hat. Yeah. And no ID, no, no nothing. Mm. And I'm like, dude, I can't let you in. And he goes, all right, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call the fire department. Wow. Five minutes later,
1: boom, 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 <laughs> boom.
2: Like five, literally five minutes. I open the door. A fire truck <laughs> with eight firemen <laughs> in full uniform, and one of them oh, has an axe, not. like an axe to knock down my door. Is there like a cat in a tree, or is there like smoke, or what? how what's it, how, how, how urgent are they seeming? They're like ready to bolt it. Dude, he has an axe. (laughs) He's got an axe. He's ready to knock my door down. I'm not kidding. Eight firemen. And I open and I'm like, hello. And the guy goes, we need to get in your basement now. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, can I call the super? He goes, I'm not interested. He goes, I heard the story. Not (laughs) interested in your super. Let me in or we'll knock the door down. I'm like, all right. So they come in, they go downstairs. Apparently, there was a legitimate uh, gas issue on the street. They wanted to check if it was coming from our basement. It was not coming from our basement. But Kaplan, what would you do in that scenario? By the way, this whole time, Ye was saying, do not let these people in. Do not let him in. Do not let him in. So if your wife's telling you not to and the super's telling you not to, uh, my whole thing is I'm not going to let him in because if I let him in and then he steals everything, now I'm the asshole with my wife and the super. Right. I uh, I probably would have let him in. I'm pretty trusting of guys in hard hats. You would have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trusting of the working class. Uh, if he's got a good disguise, it depends on his If he had a real New York, like, roughness to him, I would have been probably a little bit scared of him and just let him in. The, the con-ed guy. Like, did he have, like, a—because the fireman sounds like guy I would definitely let in. Well, you let the <laughs> fireman in because he's in full suit. Right. With eight other firemen in full suit, and he has a fire truck. I would have tried so to put the I don't super on the phone with him, I guess. I don't I think would, someone's going to—oh, the, the super I, would not for the next would, two and a half hours. No answer. What time of day is this? From, like, six to eight at night. I get—oh. Uh, so yeah. No cell phone right. answer. No, uh, no text and you, answer. And there's no, like, other person to call? No, there's nothing I would probably have Fucked it up in some way I know that about much about me Well, so I actually <laughs> Left that one part Now that I remember So at one point The Con Edison guy Before the fire trucks came I let him He goes I really just need to get in It's gonna take two minutes You can walk downstairs with me Yeah And then downstairs. I'll walk you back up And I'll leave But if you don't let me in I have to call the fire department And so I'm like Alright, cool So I let him like Three or four steps in, Yay is in the kitchen making food. She sees him, and she looks at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and so then I stop him, and, she, and I'm like, sorry, I can't let you in the rest of the way. And now he's like, what? But Because right. I'm, I'm backtracking, but I see the thing. My and my whole thing is, I would rather have a fireman knock down my door mm. than have my wife blame right. me forever right. that while I let this co- guy in. While she's in. cooking, especially. Especially while she's cooking. She's, yeah, yeah. Cooking with <laughs> Go exactly, check it out. Good plug. Yeah. You'll learn that New York Con in Utility, they fucking suck, in general. Oh, so I made the right move. I mean, they, they you know, Randy had, like, Randy Kaplan, not Randy Lee, had a, uh, years ago, had a situation where she had a meter that she was sharing. Like, basically, it was a split meter. Like, she found out after years that, like, she'd been paying someone else's gas bill. Okay. And you tell Conette about this, and they're like, uh, you should have, like, basically, like, you should have known your bill was too high. Like, well, they exactly. don't take responsibility for anything. So, like, the idea that they're going to come in, and you got to, Help them figure out. No way, right? Yeah. They're not going to help you. This so, this is your version of like, you, you're not, you're, you're never going to be like, fuck the police, but you can be like, fuck Con Ed. Exactly. Not- fuck the electric company. Fuck the electric company. Because if they come in and something gets broken, I'm never getting reimbursed for that. No. Okay, no. that's no. <laughs> all. Int is <laughs> so, an app. So, the super. Yes. We'll, we'll keep our eye out on him. We haven't ruled yet if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but we have. And we still aren't hundred percent sure what it is. What it is. No, we've solved nothing. Ints is an app. Inces. You can get it in the app store. It's up to five minute audio recordings. You can uh you can you can read. Retwe- you can in something, you can record something with your voice and then immediately tweet it out. You can and you can I'm telling people they should use ints more because I ints the other day. I was out we were out, we had a big business meeting. We did. Out in Woodside. Yes, and uh, details to come. There was a fast food restaurant, uh what did I tell you it was called? Jollibee, Jollibee, right? I was like totally confused. I thought as an American, I'm an expert on fast food. Totally confused. What the fuck is this? They had chicken. They had peach melba pie. I, I inst, I everybody like, can somebody help me out? And immediately back, I got this guy. Burn at both burn at both ends. He, he's at ends. Follow me. He answers questions. He immediately answers me back. How it's a Filipino fast food place. Gave me all the information on it. It's the McDonald's of the Philippines. Yeah. I could have told you that. I guess I could have just called you. But if you're in if you're anywhere in in, in the world and you see a, a Jollibee, ah, uh-huh. there's Filipinos nearby. There's That's good to know because I was just totally. I'm very excited for fast. I felt like I was in another country. Like yeah, it's a random fast food place I've never heard of with like a different kind of like symbol and different combo meals and the currency looked like I didn't even know what the currency was. It oh, they like run. A different. You have to give them. a uh, this pesos weird combo. Deal. I realized, pesos? Yeah, well, I realized later it was like a family meal, but it seemed like twenty nine thirty five for this combo. I was like, Are they looking? Is this not dollars? Is this something else? I was very confused. I was really lost in America at the moment. So thank you. All thank right, you guys family. Thank you. Well, there I see Audrey Murray just came she's, in the door. She's roaming the halls. Let's bring her in. Bring her in. Come on in. <laughs> All right, we're back with our guest, Audrey Murray. Audrey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me back.
3: Published author, Audrey Murray. Yeah. That's.
2: We told you to go away for a while, write a book, come back to us when
3: you had something. I know it was that is how I finished the book. It yeah, was motivating. that motivation. Yeah. So thank you for that.
2: Yeah. I, I also think what happened. We mentioned this earlier, but when you did that dating episode, I
3: they were listening. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think you were part. like, I can do better if I am published. <laughs> <We> <laughs> William get... Morrow, is it William Morrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were listening, and they were like, we need to give this person a Yeah,
3: book. they were. that was when it started, actually. I published a book and wrote it in four months. Uh, it's re... I was going for the Guinness Book of World Records.
2: So exciting. And, like... and you wrote a lot of pages, I noticed. It's a really long book. Kaplan's <laughs> most impressed I'm by most the impressed, amount of words. By, as a writer, I'm most impressed by the amount of words. I feel I like. Judge as that a way. writer. He <laughs> judged by, by the total. I like to, instead of like uh, shortening sentences right. to be more economical as a writer, I say just add a the, add a then. <laughs> add exactly. A, Articles. Add a, article, yeah.
3: I And I used really big font, big font too, which yeah. helped up the page two count. Two spaces after a period yep. or one? No, two. two. Okay. Sometimes three if three. I felt okay. like <laughs> there wasn't enough content. <laughs> Lots of commas, right? Yeah. Uh, I would say. Some good writing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It should be really pleasurable the, to read. <laughs> the other thing I
2: want to say <laughs> is I've been reading this for the past week. It's the first book I've read all year because wow. no one reads books oh. anymore. This is, the, this is the Lost in America Book Club. First selection. <laughs>
3: yeah. Number one. Oh, my one. God. Wow. I'm so, Take, I'm so coming for you, Oprah. honored. It, it's Thank the
2: you. first book I've read all year. And reading it on – because I've been reading – I've been trying to like get as much through as much as possible before this uh, before this podcast. So I've been reading it on trains and in public situations. Oh,
3: so, yes. Smart. Advertising. Advertising. Yeah, yeah.
2: Also, if anyone's feeling bad about yourself, read a book in public- You feel, you feel better than feel everyone smarter. around you. right? Yeah. You feel smug. You feel very everyone smug. Everyone
3: else is playing Candy Crush and you're yes. like... They're not, even spending, reading, yeah. Yeah. They're not even
2: reading Kindles anymore. They're, that's too much for people. They're on the Candy Crush or the texting right. or Instagram. It used to matter in the old days what you read. Yeah. Like if somebody's reading People Magazine, everyone's like, ooh, yeah. puke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, but if you're reading a New York Times, everyone's like, woo. But now, if, literally, if you're just reading yeah, you, and it's not on a phone. Yeah, you used to have to read Tolstoy to impress people. No, not now, anymore. You can read Mein Kampf as long as you're reading a book. The exactly. Version, not, the, uh, not the Kindle version. I have a friend. I'm not even kidding. Who's reading the uh, Unabomber's manifesto right now? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he said oh, it's wow. great reading. Wait, how, is
3: it how? published or did he have to like print it out from the internet?
2: I think yeah. Somebody got their grubby hands on it. Oh, I don't know if huh. it's Harper oh. Collins or who. Probably. Will that be so, next <laughs> month's well, next hey, month's Bush collection? <laughs> <props laughs>
3: somebody's, <laughs> <teaser. laughs>
2: somebody's making money off, my, <laughs> off the, the Unabomber's manifesto. Yeah, it's very. It's a satisfying feeling reading a book. I agree. I, I do read books so. Honestly, I, I think uh, it would help get people out of depression. Yeah, and I think it could help um, because. But only in public. It's,
3: who cares at, at home? Yeah, by nobody yourself? reads at home. Well, I mean, you could have someone take a picture of you doing it, post it online. That's even it's better. Like, yeah, exactly. Because then more more eyes on it. Yes, right. more and then,
2: oh. and the other thing is they should consider having people read books in public, like almost like actors. Oh, pay people. Because then it pay people. Because then it'll it'll make book, it makes reading look cool again. Yeah.
3: Pay some good-looking people to reading a book. Oh, public. yeah,
2: like how people pay, like, uh... And it's good advertisements for the book.
3: Right. I should get on this. You should... Yeah, you should. get
2: It's like you how people it. have uh, Paris Hilton. They pay her, like, 10 grand to come to, like, their <laughs> pool party... They At, still like, is Paris <laughs> Hilton still relevant? I, 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 was, I mentioned before Paris you left for China. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mentioned Paris Hilton specifically because I was in Atlantic City last week doing a show and the Tropicana Hotel had Paris Hilton. Wow.
3: Wait, is that hotel owned by the orange juice brand? Or that's what no I thought, related? but no. Oh. Completely unreli- unrelated. No,
2: it's a oh. Tropicana. Yeah. It's, wow. the, it's the one it comes right after right before Trump in the alphabetical index of the hotels of Atlantic City.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but wait, I'm still like were there two families named Tropicana who just ended up being very successful in business or like how did <laughs>
2: I'm gonna say yes that's a yeah it's a name that breeds success right yeah. <laughs> when
3: you well when you're born with that name yeah uh, you have no
2: choice right you have so to. your book yeah open Mike night in Moscow yeah first of all you start this is not like a um history of e- you you go through Eastern Europe
3: yeah right? and Central Asia yeah. over
2: the course of a year mm-hmm.
3: yep. a-
2: as you t- told us you set it up in a very brilliant way which I think we do on this podcast as once, once well as well is that you're like, hey, I'm not an expert, and so therefore <laughs> yeah. you don't have to do research, yeah. Because yeah, you're yeah. like, if anything goes wrong, listen, you shouldn't have. <laughs> this is my story. This is right. not like the history right. of. Right. If so, yeah, the book yeah. reviewers can't be like, oh, this is an error on page once, because you're. She come coming out and saying nah, that. We had Adam right. Allen on before, and he had a fatwa put against him. Oh, right. Him. That was our original oh book selection. Oh, my God. Because he's Jewish, and he wrote about the Middle East, right. and he messed something up at some point, or, or they think he did. Uh, but with you, I think you're in the clear. I also They don't do like... fatwas in, they, in <laughs> Russia. They just no. hack you and... And steal all your data <laughs> right, and like right. financial information. Yeah, so but you live.
3: I honestly feel like I might prefer a fatwa. Probably shouldn't say that out loud. It right. would be good
2: publicity. Good for your yeah, brand. Would, yeah.
3: yeah, exactly.
2: It's a... So what's the... Um, what was the reason? I know you say in the beginning of this book that you don't know what the reason is. Yeah, but do you figure it out by the end of the book?
3: The reason I went on the trip. Yes. Um. Yeah. Kind of. I mean. I think it. It was definite. I think the shortest way to explain it is. Uh, a series of Russian boyfriends who sort of, like, made me interested in this part of the world. Slash, I was, like, running out of supply in the cities I was in. So I was, like, need to – I what? need to go to the source right. to find <laughs> – Oh,
2: you're out of supply of Russians? Yeah. In New York City?
3: Yeah. And and Shanghai. I was, like, back and forth. What in year time. was this in? This is uh, 2015. All right.
2: Because I feel like Russian guys now – it right. must be really easy to. They must be so hard for them to date. In the oh United. my it god! Be if I was Russian, I would leave. There's do you like, think they're lying out where they're from, pretending to be Ukrainian, or what do you think? They're I mean, I would go to a, to a Trump state definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, red, you think in red states r- Russian guys? They're killing guys it right dominate. now. Yes, <laughs> they're destroying. Yes, <laughs> That's
3: a- This is going to be great because like a lot of women will then relate to, or like men who date men will relate to uh, the premise of my book, which is that Russian dudes are really hot.
2: That is the premise right. of the book. The, the, yeah. the, the men who date men in the who are Trump voters are loving <laughs> Russian guys right now. Yes, it's a very specific Yeah, demo. it's a
3: real niche, but uh, <laughs> they, they, they can have whoever they want yeah. within that subset. Riding
2: on horses, shirtless. It's a yeah. very – I feel like it's a year um, – is this to, like, get past all of your past relationships – is that well, what I the mean, idea of the book was? no Not th- the idea of the book, the idea of the trip.
3: Yeah, I think the idea of the trip was honestly, like, I just really wanted to go to these places, and I thought that if I, like, dated <laughs> enough Russians, like, one would finally take me there. And after the last one, which was just, like, Really, I, like, was putting myself through a lot for, like, the chance to maybe get to go to Belarus with, like, <laughs> my Belarusian boyfriend who was married and had a kid, and <laughs> I was like, there has to be an easier way to do that. Familiar. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird, because you're, like, the only person who This knows. is so odd, because I know yeah. there's someone you
2: write about in the book yeah. where you use a different name. Yeah. Um. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay, but... I know the person. Yeah. Uh, I know this whole... I know like half of... Not, I, I don't know if half of this relationship. I have gotten through the whole book yet. But there's parts of this relationship I'm very familiar with. And then parts I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. And then it's also odd to read a book about friends of yours' relationship <laughs> with yeah, each other.
3: I know. It's definitely like... I feel weird that you have that insight reading it. But... Um, <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think. And so you're like, okay, well, why do I need to date people? I can just go there myself.
3: Yeah. Women's power. I know. But it really took me like way too many years to figure that out. So if anyone's listening and like struggling with the same thing, like if you have a passport and like a I don't know, like decent amount of vacation time saved up. You can just go. You don't have to.
2: Second wave feminism is knowing you can go to Belarus by yourself. <laughs> you do not need a man to go to Belarus. All right, That's, ladies.
3: Yeah, I'm going to start that hashtag. How was
2: Belarus? Did you enjoy Belarus when you finally got there? Yeah. Because it feels like a lot of buildup.
3: Yeah. What yeah. were your
2: expectations going in?
3: Well, it was really weird because, uh, because I had that boyfriend from Belarus. And so... I like really didn't know what to expect also because he had always kind of painted it as this like very like scary cold place and I had also been to Turkmenistan oh, yeah. which is another it's Much li- warmer right yeah you're like please I've been to Turkmenistan <laughs> <laughs> That is a- yeah go ahead But no so like those are the two most like authoritarian regimes to come out of the Soviet Union so I was really yeah. nervous and then everyone in Belarus was so nice It was like so bizarre. Like, I would walk around looking like mildly confused, and people would come up to me in English and be like, Where are you going? And then they'd like take the bus with me to make sure I got there. It was a bizarre, it was so cool.
2: Authoritarians up top, but down low. Yeah, nice, very nice polite. People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you meet any Kaplinskis while you were there? <laughs> I just want to ask in Belarus. Um, that's where a lot of my, my family hails from, I believe. Yeah, you know, oh.
3: I did meet there was actually weirdly like a Belarusian version of you. She oh, wow. works for Belarusian Robert De Niro. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. Shout out. Robert. I don't even know yeah. how you would say that.
2: I think there's when you're dating someone from a foreign country who's never been to your country, there's two ways to do it. Either you say it's like really, really scary, um because it makes you seem tougher. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You right? want to oversell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to oversell it. Or you're like, oh, it's great. It's the best because you want to seem like I would always I would go the other way. But even if you're not just someone you're talking to who's never had your experience. I'm the opposite. I always say whatever I did was the best. Right. I don't know why. I just do. I'm like, oh, it was great. I had a blast. It was so much fun, even if it was like kind of average. You wow. know. Wow.
3: Actually, I should probably do that more. It makes it probably makes you like a better conversationalist. So, well, then, it's
2: like people who have jobs—they either two, t- they either complain all the time, right, about it, or, or, they love or they it. Yeah. love it. And you know, yeah. who wants to hear someone complain about their job? So right. exactly. <laughs> so then, was it? Were you disappointed when you got there and it wasn't as rough as you thought?
3: No, because I mean, I was like straight up scared. Like I remember. Uh, So I took, first of all, I entered Belarus by bus, which I write about in the book was not, like... Mm. You know, when you're, like, going to, like, a country of an ex-boyfriend where things ended on kind of bad terms, you want to, like, make a really, like... Dramatic entrance that, like, right,
2: announced horse drawn
3: But I took like parachute in <laughs> yeah. that yeah. was jetpack, maybe yeah, jet. uh, hoverboard. But no, I took a bus and the express, um,
2: at least, I don't know.
3: which felt like you know, sneaking in through the back door and then. So I was crossing the border from Ukraine to Belarus and the border crossing is in this like beautiful national forest and anytime you cross the border you basically like you do the exit for one country and then you drive a little bit more and you do the entry for the next country. So we exit Ukraine, everyone gets back on the bus, we drive a little bit and then they like open the door and these people like run off into the woods to sneak into Belarus illegally and I was like, this does not feel like safe at all, especially because Belarus is like, you know, like the last dictatorship in Europe. <laughs> like you so, sneaking so in? So is yeah. You're I
2: know. He's got
3: yeah, I was so confused. But, um, but yeah, but then I got there and like this woman I was on the bus with like insisted that I wait with her and for her husband to come and they like drove me to my hotel and like. And it was just a week of people just really going out of their way for me. So, no, it wasn't disappointing because I was terrified. Okay. And I was, like, very happy to, like, not feel like I was going to get arrested or murdered.
2: And was part. this is weird for me because to ask questions about a relationship that I sort of know about. But it is in your book.
3: Yeah. No, I don't mind answering.
2: Yeah, Was there part of you going because you wanted to see where your ex-boyfriend was from? Oh,
3: totally, yeah. I think, well, because you've dated people from other countries, but you knew... Like your yeah. wife, you knew where she was from. I yeah. think, like, when you're dating someone, you're like so curious about the parts of them you don't know, or maybe that's just me. So, yeah, it was really like, oh, is this gonna like explain? Cause you know, he's also like a very specific type of person. Yeah. And I was like, is this gonna explain all the weird things that sort of didn't make sense? And yeah, just to have like, a place to put, or like a picture to put to a place. I was, I was definitely super curious about that.
1: And
2: Turner's exes have always—they—they they travel over to Sactown all the time. To <laughs> check out the Colorado uh, <laughs> Hills. I think, I think I've, got, I account for fifty percent of tourism yeah. to Sacramento. Myrna's always <laughs> making them tea and then putting them back on their way. <laughs> She's used to it by now. Making them tea, <laughs> <laughs> fixing them a cup for their journey. Uh, so,
3: uh, okay. Well, that's, okay, well, I'm glad that's, I'm that's not. It's no, very normal, yeah, yeah. It's a normal. I know and it is super weird. Yeah. I'm
2: <laughs> jumping around here, but what is a mountain Jew?
3: Oh yeah! So get um, to the headline.
2: We we gotta sell some books here.
3: Okay. uh, We want the alt right to buy this. (laughs) Well then, you guys will have to read the book to find out what it is. But no, actually, you can't do that because I never really found out. So I was like, (laughs) when I was in Kazakhstan, I I was gonna
2: say it sounds like a Borat thing. Like,
3: yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're kind of right. Yeah. Um. But I was in Kazakhstan, and I was staying in this hostel that was having a meditative drum circle on, like, the third night I was there. And they were like, oh, you should do comedy, like, beforehand. And I was like...
2: <laughs> yeah, can I say something with this? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you say in your book that, like, the first rule of comedy is always accept a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, obviously you say it jokingly. I feel like it's the exact opposite. Really? Like, always say no, especially if there's no, like, mic, stage, <laughs> lighting. You yeah, d- they're just like, hey, in your book, they're like, do you want to do comedy before this drum circle? And you're yeah. like, yeah,
3: sure. Yeah. See, I had the opposite approach because I was always like, huh, well, this will be terrible, but it'll be interesting at least, and like, I don't know. Well, so I mean, it's good for your book. Yeah, and good story. Uh, I
2: don't know if I said that into the mic, but it's good <laughs> for your book. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. So, so the guy who was like leading the drum circle, super hot, by the way. Um, All right. And as
2: drum circle leaders usually are.
3: Yeah. He was like, yeah, he had that, like, vibe about him. You can't like... get
2: away with a drum circle if you're ugly. I mean, that's. Yeah. yeah no shirt
3: on? He was wearing a shirt, but I wish he hadn't been. So
2: Long hair? Yeah, you gotta be long. You it's... can't be a bald drum no, circle. No, can not. You can't be balding. You can be shaved off, but you can't yeah. have, yeah. like. Right, you can have a cool, sh- maybe. You can't have male, male par- pattern baldness <laughs> and lead a drum circle. <laughs> get that circle going. Get no, going. No one's long jumping long. in <laughs> that yeah. circle. <laughs> yeah
3: um i feel like he had a normal haircut actually sorry to disappoint but uh yeah so i was like talking to him after the show and he was like telling me about his background and he had like one grandparent from iran one grandparent from kazakhstan one grandparent from china like the uyghur um they were uyghur and then he was like and then you know my fourth grandparent was a mountain jew and i was like (laughs) what he was like you don't know what a mountain Jew is? Maybe this is just very widely known in Central Asia, but I was like, no, <laughs> I've never heard of that before. And he was like, okay, well, I'm one. And then <laughs> end of conversation. Like, oh. And I could have Googled it. Maybe I that's you, Cam. Maybe
2: yeah. you come from a long line. I mean, I do like to ski.
3: Yeah.
2: And, maybe and my Teddy is. is a really good ah. climber. He's really good at climbing camp, so maybe mm-hmm. we're mountain Jews. Maybe. So you don't know what it is?
3: No. But I feel like we could easily Google this question. We I will, probably should.
2: We'll look it up and get, we'll get back. We'll okay. do a follow-up story on Malin oh, yeah, Jews. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if we, perfect. If there's any Malin Jews listening,
3: yeah. you want to come let on. Yeah, let us know.
2: Inc- us. Or inc- <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to talk to them about, uh, maybe he means like, I'm trying to think there's like these like tribe of Jews. That, that like, was, they, like, like kind
3: of my guess, I think they yeah. were like the
2: only people in history who like weren't Jewish genetically, who like in you know, a whole country like decided to become Jewish through some leader, some king. Oh. I think that's what he maybe he's talking about, like Rod Carew. <laughs> yeah. No, there was these people. <laughs> the baseball I, I don't know somewhere oh, in like Europe, in Eastern Europe, at some point like hundreds of years ago. Uh-huh. I'll have to look it up before I butcher all the facts of this. But yeah, there was some like uh, conquering nation that just decided like it's the only one who picked us. They're really? like, let's become Jews.
3: <laughs> and they were not Jewish.
2: <laughs> they like, weren't. No, oh, like there was no like they just, they just decided like how everyone most people were like let's pick Christianity. Yeah, that seems like a winning team. This guy's very a real contrarian. Wow! So became the mountain. Maybe that's who the mountain Jews are. I'll look it up. Okay. I'm in. Let's okay. go with that. All right, go, run with it. We don't. We're like your book. We announce it. We don't get the facts right. We yeah. don't, let, don't let them get in the way. You of the story. do like
3: you're an educated guess, and that's honestly all people can. And ask you keep it,
2: you. it moving. Keep yeah. moving. Yeah. It. <laughs> that's <laughs> all they want. And I just yeah. gave you more information than most people could give you on it. So. Exactly.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> was there a specific plan going through these countries, or was it just like I have a year? Let me figure it out as I go.
3: Yeah, that one. And it wasn't even, like, I had a year. I was like, okay, I want to do this. I had, like, no end date inside. It was very unplanned, uh, which actually ended up kind of working out because I feel like it, you know, like, when you're traveling, like, for an extended period of time, like, things will happen where, like, you want to go to this place, but you need some weird permit, so you get stuck in a city for, like, a few days. And if you have, like, a really, you know, tight plan – it throws everything off. I don't know. It was just, it was a lot less stressful in some ways to kind of like get to a city and be like, okay, what country am I in? What is there to do here?
2: And also you're traveling by yourself. Yeah. Which, which helps. makes it easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And you had, like how many, because you're going through countries that are not, this isn't like, we're all going to Thailand, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. like Paris, Right. like
3: these are not countries. Are there a lot of tourists in these places where you are? Some. Americans. A decent amount. I think I met one American couple on my entire trip. Yeah, there were no Americans. Right. That I can was see, like, really Maybe weird.
2: older Americans who were retracing family roots or something, kind of thing. But I don't see a lot of Americans doing this trip. Yet.
3: Yeah, no, it was really weird. There were like, I feel like there were times when I would, so I would like come back to Shanghai for like brief work periods during this trip. And I would like come back and it would take me like a day to be able to like have, like kind of like have a conversation in my normal personality if that makes sense like because I couldn't make any references I was not encountering people who like knew what like
2: this year, this year knows what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, exactly. This year knows yeah. what I'm talking you about. You were like lost in Shanghai because you were, had to readjust to life.
3: Yeah, <laughs> no, I would come back to Shanghai and be like, "Oh my God, this place is so Western! Like, <laughs> there's Starbucks. It was really weird." So yeah, um, in like Uzbekistan, that was definitely the largest number of tourists of anywhere I went. They have like a lot of like French retirees go to Uzbekistan. Yeah. Had no idea. Okay. It's
2: their Cabo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, they're all just. When like, they leave
2: France? Yeah, yeah. Can't and you go retire to, in the south of
3: France? No, they're not living there. They're just oh. like going a lot through. Of on Mountain like a juice bus came trip. from Uzbekistan, <laughs> right there,
2: by the way, just so we know.
3: But yeah, it's really weird. You're like in this like very hard to get to part of the world. And like all of a sudden, a bus pulls up and like seventy French retirees wow. get off and are like taking photo. It was it was weird, but yeah. If you have
2: places. a hankering, I know I know not one but two kosher Uzbeki restaurants in New York City. That <laughs> really? So <laughs> I don't know what's a fad.
3: That uh, one's Uzbek- just full
2: of facts. I'm I full know. of facts right here. My mountain Jewishness is uh, <laughs> on full display. I can't display. believe they're kosher. Yeah,
3: they're good for there them. There must
2: have been a lot of Jews there at some point. Oh right, you
3: know, there but, were. Yeah, yeah yeah, Buhara. Yeah yeah and and yeah. Then, you know. yeah.
2: You spoke, like, varying levels of Russian. Is that... Or you spoke a little bit when you got there and you got better or something? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So I got there and I, like... I mean, to say I spoke a little is, like, really generous. Like... I was on the plane to Kazakhstan, and I realized, like, I had been studying Russian, like, for, like, an hour a day, like, before work, for the month before I left for this trip. And I was like, that'll be fine. Like, because Russian, especially compared to Chinese, like, a lot of words are just the English word in a Russian accent. Yellow! So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> how you say hi in Russian. A lot of your <laughs> listeners probably don't know that. But, yeah, I was on the plane, and we I have a lot of Russian <laughs> listeners, actually.
2: <laughs> we, we have a lot of robot listeners. Yeah, so. yeah
3: oh, those Russian are the best kind. They're mostly they Russian. great Russian reviews yeah um no so yeah i'm on the plane and i realized like i didn't know how to say like i don't speak russian um you know i didn't know how to say like basic food i didn't know how to say like water uh stuff like that but i knew how to say weirdly um apple like you know how any like language textbook what they teach you first is not always like what you're gonna use every day So, yeah, it was the first few days. It was a lot of pantomiming and, like, a lot of panicking. And then I feel like you just, like, hit a point where you've embarrassed yourself so much that you're just like, well, I'm over this. And then. You don't
1: care
2: anymore. Yeah.
3: You You know, you're like. I would sometimes, like, try to. (laughs) I would have to, like, pantomime what different types of meat were by, like, doing the animals. (laughs) And. Yeah, I just, you just like get used to it. You're like, okay, it's time for me to be a chicken and then a cow and then a pig and see which one this is. Do they all speak Russian in all these, Uzbekistan, all these countries? So it's so weird. The older generation like all speaks Russian because it was the Soviet Union, um... And in most places, the younger generation does, too, but often, like, not as well. So it was a totally bizarre experience because if I needed to find someone who I could, like, communicate with, normally you, like, look for someone young and you're like, that person will speak English. But I would have to do the opposite. I would, like, look for old people and be like, do you speak Russian? Uh-huh. Um
2: Because younger people's Russian was like
3: Yeah, like they were they weren't always like being taught it in school. Um and no one spoke Mm. English. I mean, if you're gonna learn a second language. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But um
2: And what did they think of you as an American? I guess these are all different countries, so country to country, but
3: Yeah, but I think just in general, like I, I don't I know. That's a hard question for me to answer because I feel like in general, it's probably like when we meet Russians, like you're not You know, when I was in Russia, especially, there was, like, a really bad, uh, there was a lot of, like, political animosity because the sanctions had just been put into place and people were really mad at Obama because of that. But, I mean, it was Uzbekistan. Like, the U.S. Thanks, Obama. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) I mean, people would have, like, shirts with T-shirts of Obama, like... Uh, with like a Hitler mustache in and Russia. I, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and,
2: and nobody's officially. Saw this coming, everyone like, can be Hitler. You yeah, had warned uh, everybody who was gonna come.
3: I know. No, you I was should... there
2: before 2016.
3: I just like didn't. Yeah. It... Did
2: you date any guys who were into coding or into hacking or anything, or, or anyone who had a Obama Hitler
3: shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Obama. Yes to all of these questions. <laughs> that was t- like a pre. He's very
2: attractive. They have to be much more attractive. Right on the right. attractive scale. If you're having an Obama Hitler T-shirt, you got to be a ten.
3: No, yeah, you can't get away with that. If you're just <laughs> like you can
2: just say it's a compliment. I like mustaches. I'm improving them. No. <laughs> <don't know>. Okay, <laughs> no, so Russia, not the biggest fans. Not, but, 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 but person no, to person. Yeah, they, not they were just like
3: I think honestly, like they were excited to meet foreigners in a lot of places that I went to because I was like more of a novelty, and especially like traveling alone as a woman is really a novelty in these places because, you know, that's just like not done. So, yeah, I mean, on the whole, people were like really friendly. Uh, I don't think I had like a single political discussion really outside of maybe like Moscow and St. Petersburg. And even the people who would like ask me about America was like they wanted to like see pictures of my parents or like, you know, find out how much money you make and a salary doing whatever in America. So it was it, I didn't feel like singled out for being American.
2: No. Yeah. Well, you didn't know. It was, now you should. to go back and see if you're like read it as well. <laughs> a liberator, or like a, a ally, comrades. <laughs> in uh, but you, um, I remember from your last time and uh, yes. that you did not get to Moldova. Do you have reg- deep regrets about that?
3: I have huge regrets yeah, about I'm that. Sure. Yeah, I have a friend who like is there every summer, and I've got to go. Is that the one that's like
2: not different. officially a country, but it is?
3: You're thinking of Transnistria, which is yes. part of Moldova. Yeah. Oh, we
2: gotta go there. It's yeah. run by the mob or something.
3: Yeah, 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 it's so weird. It's like this one <laughs> tiny like strip of Moldova that was like, nope, we're going to still. Belarus kind of did this too. Like they were both like, ah, uh, Soviet Union was great. We don't see why we <laughs> should try to be our own thing. Let's right. just like keep things exactly Let's as keep they playing are. Classics. Yeah. We don't so need to do this at all. they like. I think they like when Belarus builds stuff. They still write USSR.
2: Nice on really? everything. I like just... it. That's old school.
3: Yeah, it's so weird. We
2: should start a rivalry with them. Belarus? Belarus? Yeah. Sure. Hit Russia. And let, pick a fight easy. we can win. Yeah. Well, that's what Trump <laughs> needs to do to show he's tough. He can't yeah. be fight Russia. He's going to back down every time. But he can right. stand to Belarus. I and hope. then we yeah. can have a whole war with them that doesn't ever actually happen. No one would know. Yeah, you just put it on CNN. Wag the dog style. You go blow People up some islands. where it is. No one knows anything Belarus about.
3: Belarus has tons of islands. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like a double <laughs> landlocked country. Yeah. Or something.
2: Was there, those are the good ones. Yeah. Was there any point when you felt like you were in danger? Yeah. Okay, what happened?
3: So when I was in Turkmenistan... Which was a really weird country. So it's like weird, like the president is like putting his picture on the sides of like airplanes and buildings and stuff. So the way you get around in Central Asia is you like take these things called shared taxis, which are basically just like, it's kind of like, it's just a regular person. Uber
1: share?
2: It's like
3: Uber share, but like there's no Uber. (laughs) It's just you standing on the side of the street, like putting out your hand. And the first guy that stops, you're like, hey, I wanna go here. And if he's going that way, he'll be like, yeah, get in. And if he's not, he'll just like drive off without saying anything. And you're like, well, I guess. He's and then he'll pick
2: up other people along yeah. the way.
3: Yeah, like the next person down. He just he'll keeps be like, stopping until. Fuck yeah, um, it's
2: very social though. Great okay? to meet
1: people.
3: Yeah. Oh my god, I had so many conversations <laughs> with like uh, a lot of like infuriating conversations and those where people would be like, "Oh my god, you're 28 and unmarried." Like. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, Are you afraid? Yeah. Anyway. That's
2: I'm riding the taxi looking to meet my man.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. It was. Okay. So so I was like in Turkmenistan and I hailed one of these taxis. And the first thing that like should have been a red flag is they made a U-turn to pick me up, which they didn't normally do because they would only take you if you were heading in the direction they were already going. Right. So it's these two guys, a driver and his friend in the passenger seat. And that's also like pretty normal. Like a lot of the guidebooks say like don't get in a shared taxi where it's just you and the driver. There's like safety and numbers. If something goes we if something goes, This is like a version of hitchhiking. Yeah, kind of, but you're paying them. Oh, Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's it so taking. it's like hitchhiking. So it's safer. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> so much safer. Because they're cause taking your money them. too. Yeah. is there? Money,
2: is there a, there's no meter, or is it just like they just tell you a <laughs> price at some point, and you're like, so you pay e- it.
3: Every city just kind of like has a standard price, oh. and so when you get in, you're like in Turkmenistan, it was like three manat, so you're like three manat, and they're three like, monat. yeah, fine. Three manat. So yeah, so I get in the car and. We start driving and they drive past the hotel that they're supposed to take me to. And the other thing that's like so weird is as soon as we start driving, we like stop being able to communicate. So they're speaking to me before when I was like, hey, I'm going here three Minot. We were doing that in Russian, no problem. I get in and they're like, it sounds to me like they're speaking like maybe Turkmen or like Russian, but like it feels like they're deliberately kind of trying to confuse me. Mm. We drive past the hotel, I'm like, okay, this is weird, but also Turkmenistan has like a military parade every week, but weirdly they still like practice for them every week. So the That'll streets
2: be a, like in two. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. coming. It's, coming. it's <laughs> coming. But
3: like, I would hope we could just we could at least be like, okay, you did this last week. You guys just do the same thing again. Like, no right. need to no, close. But the fans the want ward. a new
2: number. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have the same march every week.
3: Maybe that's what it is. I was yeah. taking the
2: <laughs> side of the Turkmen. <laughs> Of strongman, a a strongman knows how to put on a show. He's like, yes. "Look,
3: the pre- the guy's picture has to be on the side of the building, otherwise, how do you know if you're still in Turkmenistan? Yeah, it's you- like a border. Yeah. So what happens? So, so they drive past, and I'm like, "Hey, you drove past it." They're like, "Yeah, it's just up ahead." Suddenly, like, I can understand them, but we keep driving for like 20 minutes, and I'm like this is not right. And I keep saying to them, like, do you know the Sofitel? And like, <laughs>
2: you're staying in the
3: Sofitel? <laughs> no, I was oh, going
2: there to that's steal. Like five-star hotel.
3: Yeah, I was going there to steal the Wi-Fi in their lobby. <laughs> <laughs> because,
1: Amazing. All right.
3: Because uh, the whole country like didn't have internet. And the one place you could get online was the Sofitel lobby. Nice. Um, but I was staying in a hotel run by the secret police, which is another story. <laughs> so anyway.
2: The secret police on a Wi-Fi?
3: No, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> it's a really—they're not That's great st- at like hospitality. Right. Actually, their hotel has since closed. Since I stayed there, what happens there? if you write
2: Worst a bad? Batter- Worst Secret Police Wait, ever? Can you go on TripAdvisor? The secret sh- is we suck. <laughs> yeah, can you go on TripAdvisor and write a shitty review of the Secret Police oh, hotel? Oh, so
3: go? many people did because and it is such a shitty hotel. And then do they
2: limit like what happens to you? If you
3: <laughs> Those people are never heard from again. <laughs> can you call
2: the real police on the yeah. Secret
3: Police? Um, you know, I didn't try that. <laughs> We're oh, a but also, interview. they're like they're Secret Police, but they're wearing like regular police uniforms <laughs> so well, like
2: it's, it's really bad at keeping a secret yeah
3: but also it took me a while to figure out what was going on because when i first walked into my room there was like a police officer scrubbing the toilet because he was like finishing cleaning the room and i was like what the fuck like
2: <laughs> and blue collar secret yeah please. wait so okay so so
3: getting so uh I was like, do you know where the Sofitel is? They were like, yes. It's like the one hotel in the city that everyone knows. It's like the most famous. It it would be like inconceivable, but they didn't know it. So finally, like they turned north. I weirdly have like a really good sense of direction. So I knew kind of where we were. I'm like, as soon as they turned north, I was like, this is definitely not good. Because the hotel was south of where we started out. And we start driving and it's like getting more and more like, suburban like we were in the downtown of the city and now it's almost like the outskirts we're driving out of the city and then I see that there's like a highway straight up ahead and that's all there is and the highway is just going straight out into the desert like Turkmenistan is 80% desert and no one lives out there so it's a really like isolated deserted area I'm like holy shit I need to get out of this car immediately so I don't know about you guys but like I'd always like thought about like You know, what I would do if someone were trying to like kidnap me in a car. And I'd always just imagine like opening the door and like rolling out to safety. So as they're turning, I'm like telling them to stop, they're not stopping. As they're turning to get onto the highway, I open the door and we're probably only going like 25 miles an hour at this point. But like I see the pavement like (sighs) rushing by. I'm like, I am not just jumping and rolling. Like that seems more dangerous than like staying in a car with people who are like potentially trying to like kidnap and murder me. So I closed the door, and...
2: Do they say something when you open the door? They yeah, they're
3: so calm. It's so weird. Oh, it's like, even worse. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. Like, it's right there. So have the
2: G- There's no GPS, I guess. We're in uh, this is No, so <laughs> I had
3: my phone, and I could have, like, opened Google Maps and seen where I was, but I didn't really have time for that. Like, right. This was all just happening so quickly. And yeah, every time Just I start like screaming at them, like, "Stop, stop, stop they're so calm, Ooh. and so that's like not a good sign so so we get on the highway because I don't jump out, and I'm like, I got, oh wow, yeah, I'm like, I cannot this has to stop right now. I'm screaming at them to stop. They're like, "It's okay, don't worry <laughs> um so there's like one last on ramp before the highway kind of like goes out into the desert, and it's from the airport, which is kind of lucky because there's like a little bit of traffic coming off the on-ramp. So as soon as we get near the on-ramp, I just, like, open my door completely. And so now we're, like, a car driving down the side <laughs> of the road with, like, a door open and oh everyone is honking. So, like, it's drawing a lot of attention. So they pull over and I just, like, get out and I just sprint in the opposite direction. They, like, wait there. Like, I'm going to, like, change my mind and come back, which, oh. to be fair, like, it was the desert. Like, I didn't have a lot of places to go, but luckily they just, like, drove off. And what do you do? Uh, <laughs> I immediately called the US Embassy oh. and I was like, hey, here's what happened. Like, I'm ready for the Navy SEALs. Just like, let me know when they're coming. And they were like, yeah, we can't help you with this. You need to like hitchhike back into the city. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I am never paying my taxes again. <laughs> what am I paying taxes for? Uh, but yeah, that was like, then the scariest part was like, I had to eventually like, take another down. one yeah and it was same guys <laughs> yeah because you know <laughs> Pulled when up and i was uber. like you know what we got off to a bad wow. start you rate these people
2: there's no like uber you can't rate yeah you know. no, no app.
3: there's it's no uh way to so how out. far I'm out Obama. were
2: you when you finally so it came to the car came to a stop so they did stop yeah
3: which is like what makes me like unsure i'm pretty Still sh- unsure
2: what the hell yeah. because it's like they weren't hmm.
3: but the more i've like researched it the more i think it was not good because it doesn't sound good yeah like i they stopped because i was drawing so much attention with the open door no it was night it was dark oh my gosh so like because those cars were entering like everyone was like what the fuck is going on and honking and so i i don't know if like that just made them too nervous that like I don't know. Someone was gonna do something.
2: They like should have the had the. I mean, thankfully they didn't. But they should have had the child locks on if they're gonna be. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so the so yeah, the good I, news I, is, I, I, no car cars. in Central Asia has child locks. they all bring my like kids. twenty years old. Because my <laughs> yeah. kids
2: will be on the highway and my kids will. <laughs> They'll open the door. Teddy is now not in a car. He's in like a booster, so he uh-huh. can reach the do, he can reach the door. And, and he's he like, tries to open try, the door. He's always like, they think it's hilarious. And I put the child locks on, and then, like, I you try to say like it's gonna like you have faith like it's it's child locks. Yeah. They're not gonna. I didn't, like, somehow accidentally turn them off, right? Like, I did. Oh, my God. So that's, like t-
3: that's, like, even more terrifying than yeah. the story I just but told. But, like, for a
2: while I had them. For, like, two or three years, I didn't even know that was a thing, child locks. Yeah. <laughs> and, <then> like, someone <laughs> says wow, something. turn can le- kids so do that. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're okay. d- but it's good. Or I guess you're saying it's good they need to be practiced at being rebels because
3: right, in might might have life to they might have to. Yeah. Especially when they're
2: hitchhiking around <laughs> Central Europe Central Asia. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. It's a really good skill to have knowing how yeah. to open a door on the side of a highway. Yeah.
2: At what point did you realize this was all a book? or did you know going in right about the time she was rolling out of a yeah, big exactly. car. yeah
3: exactly i was like yes i've got it scrape great for the book <laughs> yeah um no i left like wanting to write a book about it but i had like no idea what i was doing or like what the story would be um, and to be honest, I probably didn't like, no, no, until I like got the book deal and I was like, okay, I guess this will be a thing now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was, I kept a blog while I was traveling and I definitely went in thinking that I wanted to do something with this. And I think like a book was probably my goal. I don't know if I would have like admitted that to myself or anyone, but yeah, I was writing stuff that ended up going in the book from like the first day in Kazakhstan.
2: That's great. What I like, but I was reading, like, somewhere in there you mentioned that something about your suitcase.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Which I just find hilarious. You did this all with a suitcase? With a
3: rolling suitcase.
2: It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I like that sums up you <laughs> sure. and the book specifically. <laughs> it, you did a year, yeah. like, backpacking yeah. through Eastern Europe without yeah. a backpack. No backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Rolling suitcase so that isn't... was, like, three and a half feet tall and, like, filled with, like, party outfits on the off chance that I like <laughs> had some fun plans with right. strangers that I never wore any of them. I wore like, I went to a wedding and that, that was it. how
2: yeah. go to a wedding?
3: Uh, a stranger on an airplane who was sitting next to me was like, Hey, I'm going to my best friend's wedding tomorrow. You should come with me. And I was like, this uh, this was before the kidnapping thing, so right. it's a little bit. More you're a little
2: more, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was that. like,
3: yeah, let's do. It. No, actually, I was like, is he trying to murder me? Right. So <laughs> the <I> problem.
2: <laughs> this is the problem with but writing, those... with is writing a book because you can't really say no to anything because it's like you're like, well, this is a story. The other I'm thing is, is the way to... you, the way you just said, is he trying to murder? You, you said that with like excitement. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want time, you not not like, hard. oh god, it's is he trying, trying to? It's like, is he trying to murder me? It's hard <laughs> to sell books.
1: It's you need.
3: To be in this day and age, Candy
2: Crush is appealing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I feel like the only time I really did something, being like, I need to make sure something interesting happens, was when I was in the Baltics, which is like Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia. I was like, I the definitely. Yeah, the big three. Everyone knows those yeah, three.
2: you don't have to mention. I already is very smart. <laughs> you know the Baltics.
3: But um, when I got there, I was like, you know what? The past few days have been like kind of boring. I probably need to couch surf, <laughs> and that was the only time I was like oh, doing something let's for a do story. Something. Like Spice everything it up. else yeah. was like just things I think I honestly would have naturally done even if I wasn't planning to write about it. Going to a stranger's wedding. Well, this well, was very me.
2: So the wedding? <laughs> yeah. Go on.
3: Yeah. Well, I was gonna say like I said yes, but then like. I spent the whole next day like freaking out about whether or not I should go and also calling this guy constantly because his phone was turned off. So it was like I both didn't want to go. But when I felt like I'd been uninvited, (laughs) I was like basically stalking him. Um, And then I ended up going. But yeah, the wedding was really fun. There were like 800 people there. It was crazy. It was this huge wedding. And because I was like there with this guy that I met on the plane,
2: and like <laughs> so, eight hundred people, how many percentage of them were invited <laughs> off of planes? Before? Like, well,
3: like, yeah, I was like, like do they lazy know? Fear,
2: like, invite yeah. Yeah. Delta Airlines <laughs> <laughs> flight nineteen was there.
3: They like did a <laughs> shout out for all the different like yeah, yeah flight numbers. Um, no, so they like sat me, or the, the best man like sat me with his friends who spoke English because they had all gone to this like en- this boarding school that taught English. Right.
2: Okay, the date of the best man.
3: <laughs> I know. It was like a really. Where's right to the top? Yeah. He was like with the couple the Were whole time. Were you mentioning night. the toast? So, they <laughs> not the toast. They don't do that, but like there's an MC. Like, all, is it Chinese weddings? And at one point, like the guy next to me turned to me. He was like, so they have just kind of made small reference to you, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" And there had just been like this big thing and like a cheer, and he was like, "Yeah, they said like we have many guests from like all over the world tonight, including even America." And wow! Was a cheer. Wait, he I was, was like,
2: the best man.
3: Yeah, because it was his best. It's friend. like
2: were you in the family photo? They're taking pictures <laughs> at the wedding party. <laughs> like, <And then laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> um, that's a real risk on his part. Because if you're the best man at a wedding, you usually don't like you're gonna you're the most sought after eligible person at the wedding this is like but I think what you very... don't know is that this best man was madly in love with the bride all these years oh. Oh. and he needed to try to make her jealous it's a real fu you move to yeah. bring the American yeah <laughs> so you were part of a yeah. whole inner game
3: <laughs> you know of... uh I, I just love to be in the center of any drama but no like this was like a I mean it's like a Muslim wedding like there's no oh. people hooking up at it um there, there's like alcohol. So, first of all, the wedding is divided like men's side, women's oh, side. Wow, and I'll say you're
2: <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So and you have to wear like a hijab can't even or something with or... your date?
3: Well, so I'm sitting on the men's side. I'm like, oh, after, like, oh.
2: I'm, like, oh you're a rebel, the American. <laughs> yeah, but like, comes... I
3: didn't realize it until halfway through the ceremony when I was like, like, this is really why? weird
2: ratio. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, like, on our side, like, everyone's like doing vodka shots and stuff. <laughs> and on the women's <laughs> side. Wait, it's, during like, the actual wedding?
2: Or like during yeah, the party, yeah. I you mean, mean,
3: the wedding is like they walked into Pitbull. Like it's not. Yes. It's just very amazing. like. <laughs> it's not really. There's no like ceremony. There is like a religious part that happens at home with right. like um I forget what the Muslim imam maybe I forget. But anyway, yeah, that, that doesn't happen at the wedding. They're just like. It's a party basically, but the right. bride and groom are seated on stage eating dinner alone silently while like everyone else. That's is sort having of a Chinese-ish.
2: They do that too. Really? Like the ceremony is all somewhere oh, else. Oh yeah, and yeah. Then yeah. It's a, a party. Jewish right? too. They actually yeah. have the thing beforehand where you sign the right, papers right. and all that stuff. Yeah. And the wedding part is sort of like I think a Western addition to.
3: Right, right. So,
2: yeah. yeah. That makes sense. But I love it. So they're doing vodka on one side. Yeah. And the men can do the vodka.
3: Yeah, but the women, like... the women I, doing I sewing? Like, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they <laughs> like playing cards. Baking. <laughs> um, no, I asked them. I was like, why are the women not drinking? They were like, no, it wouldn't be, like, weird. I mean, Uzbekistan and most of Central Asia, they're, like, Muslim countries. So right. And Uzbekistan particularly there's like no alcohol to be found but they were like they could if they wanted to but I think people just like aren't in the habit but yeah then at another point they like pulled me up so on the plane this guy had been like we were in this region called like Harzam or something I forget the name of it but he was like the women are known for their special dancing and so they brought (laughs) in these like belly dancers with like these really long hair extensions that were became like another thing So they, like, pull me up with the professional belly dancers, and they're like, just dance with them.
2: Just dance. American, you can dance.
3: Yeah, and I'm, like, trying to copy them, and eventually my date, like, leans. Was
2: Pitbull still playing?
3: (laughs) I think they had, like, switched to, like, Uzbek Pitbull, which is, like, (laughs) the same thing, but, yeah.
2: That sounds like a closing credit song.
3: (laughs) But, yeah, so I'm, like, trying to, like, keep up and copy these, like, professional belly dancers, and at one point, like, my date just, like, leans into me. He's like, Audrey... Just Freestyle is okay. Freestyle, it was the you were like, whole like you know, do the
2: Humpty Dance. It's <laughs> yeah, like it a great <laughs> rom com, you're in all of a sudden. I know, but you didn't fall in love with this guy. Didn't?
3: He was really hot, but like, I mean, he was just really busy. We barely talked during the wedding, and then I went, Hot to guys to be- are busy. <laughs> He's very busy. <laughs> yeah, what are they doing? <laughs>
2: A wedding, you're
3: d- <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't know, but she's <laughs> like, Oh, wasn't there? He's a the workaholic. <laughs> Can you turn your work
2: off? We he's have a probably, wedding, your best friend's getting married. <laughs> he
3: was probably on the women's side, like talking everyone up. While I was like, Hey, I'm falling in love over here.
2: Okay, um, so last thing, where yeah. would you out of all these places, where would you recommend people to go? Our listeners to go, yeah. Top three, give us a
3: top, top three. three, okay? I or, would, or top one, I don't know. Okay, well, Uzbekistan is definitely like if you want to go and just see a place that's like really old and different, it's really that's like an easy like it's a Silk Road era Um or there are like three big Silk Road era cities that are like crazy they're like blue tiled like you've never seen anything like it before no matter where you've been and it's just like very impressive that's why all the French like retirees go there
2: wait is that because they, they have a beach or anything or what are we looking no, at?
3: No Uzbekistan also double landlocked country Oh, they on. used to have like a we sea we
2: didn't look at a map before and then yeah. mountains?
3: Uh, What are we looking at? No, I think it's just desert. It's just cool cities. But the cool, but the city
2: Vegas. I got like
3: gambling. Um, Vegas. (laughs) It's desert. She said desert. They don't have, I don't think there's like any (laughs) automatic doors or escalators (laughs) in the entire country. But but no, it's like, it's crazy, like Silk Road era ruins. And it's like, if you like picture, like Aladdin's not even a good reference point, but like, it's just like very cool, Central Asian, super old. Got it. And beautifully preserved. Um so that's really cool. And then Belarus is probably like my favorite place to go in Eastern Europe because it's also like people say it's like where you should go if you want to see what life was like in the Soviet Union because <laughs> it hasn't really changed that much unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. They're like still like If you
2: want to wait in like a bread line. And
3: yeah. Well, they've gotten the rid of those. Oh. I have a dictator. But, uh, Gentrified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a hipster dictator. Hipster <laughs> dictator. He's
2: cool. Yeah, he's got a cool mustache. He's
3: got. He does have a mustache. Oh my god. Does yeah. he? Yeah, he does. Is it
2: like his uh, taste, curled it? on the ends with wax?
3: You know, I'm not sure that it. I'm not sure when I've seen a picture with that. But I bet when he goes out, that's the what he one
2: does, item yeah. on the menu is kale in every place. <laughs> yeah, lots of kale. Yeah, yeah.
3: actually, I mean, when I was there, record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then the third place. Oh, the Trans-Siberian was really cool. It's not really a place, but, like, that's a cool experience that, like, you can't really do anywhere else. Like, spend 11 days on a train, which is not for everyone. It was definitely, like, was it not It takes for 11 me. days to get there? It takes 11 days to take the Trans-Siberian, yeah. The
2: Trans-Siberian, which starts?
3: In... You can take it from, so there's, like, an offshoot that goes into China. I think oh. you can take it from Beijing all the way to London. Right. But oh, wow. Yeah. But if you want, you can also just do from Vladivostok in the Russian Far East to Moscow or St. Petersburg.
2: Do you get to, like, stop at, like, a gulag for a second while you're in Siberia? You yeah. Need, like, a little,
3: no, like, they're actually take
2: 20 minutes, you can check it out. Yeah.
3: Or? Just, like, see what it's, see what it's all about. When <laughs> yeah. Hype is. I've always been curious. Uh, today, yeah. So.
2: It's, like, <laughs> it's kind of far to there, go.
3: There actually is, like, a preserved, like, gulag camp that I really wanted to go to, but ran yeah. out of time. I'm into that. Jesus.
2: That's where I want to go. <laughs> I wanna
3: no, I mean, the... just because, like, it's, it's like, re- when you read stories of the gulag, it's, like, mind-bogglingly horrible. Like, people in, like, the Arctic Circle with, like, no outerwear. I, it's it's really crazy. If you want to
2: seem good on the subway, real smug, read those. Read oh, those. yeah. And yeah. then you didn't like the horseback riding. I was reading about that <laughs> earlier.
3: <laughs> it's just so boring. Like, I feel like.
2: Horseback riding in general or doing.
3: I think, yeah, horseback riding in general. Like have you done it before <laughs> this is gonna
2: do- we have a lot of cowboy <laughs> listeners I, I, have, I have not i've never really understood the horseback thing so i'll come at those listeners uh, yeah. pony rides i did pony rides as a kid does that count
3: those are great because <laughs> they're short yeah. as any horseback ride should be it's like on and off really quickly this yeah. was like two days and i had no cell phone or rece- i mean it was like beautiful well, but you were yeah. on
2: a horseback for two days yeah where did you go uh, Siberia again? It's yeah, no,
3: this was in Kyrgyzstan. I went to this like alpine lake that was totally beautiful, but like there was also a road and like. America.
2: Were you with a guy? At this? Point?
3: Yeah, uh, I was with a guy. Oh my this... god, I could not ride a horse on my. Oh, also uh, okay. like they, <laughs> I don't know how to ride this a whole, horse. Your whole
2: trip's like a rom com. Like is like tri- <laughs> it a horseback riding to a lake? Well, I was uh, with uh, the a... comedy of each chapter. I feel like you you meet a guy in like every chapter that you keep thinking is gonna be like your boyfriend. I feel like you could, uh, those, yeah. could those could all be separate movies. This could be good like good the, like the police academy. You know how they did. Twelve, yeah. You could do this. Could be a twelve-part film. I love it. Don't sell this movie to Michael Weber. Bring no, it to us, no, no, our no. Production no, no. company. Okay. We got to go hire American than him. Productions. Okay. Yeah. We might be on this.
3: I plugged your book in my. Uh, we, we talked we about t- it jacket. earlier. This is
2: very exciting yeah. for us. It's a huge day for the pod. You're welcome back anytime you want. I always oh, tell everybody great. read the read the jacket first. Read the right. jacket first. Yeah. And uh... so, okay, we're gonna get to the news. Before we do that, what else besides the book? Anything else? Uh, are you doing any talks or anything or anything you want to plug coming up? Um, or where I'm, they can get the book.
3: You can get the book anywhere books are sold. Amazon yeah. is the
2: best place. But before you do, go to lostinamericapod.com. Um, <laughs> <We should laughs> click through that. our link oh, we and then it.
3: buy it. We get a taste of yeah. your book. Oh my God. We, be, we, okay, you might that. actually
2: get a higher percentage than you're getting. I don't know how book selling works. <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: sure. A like what do we you
2: what do you get? What percentage <laughs> do you get? We you you make a book? more <laughs> money off your book than you do. <laughs> yes, be great. Make <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Thanks, Thanks for a, writing your book. No problem, guys. <laughs> yeah. anybody I else want to write a book? Amazon.
2: Yeah. Click yeah. on the link. Do not buy this anywhere this else? This podcast should just be a thing where we uh, promote books. Yeah. yeah, that's the way to make money. And right. if you bought it at Barnes and Noble,
3: return it. Return
2: it. Yeah, go on Amazon. Exactly. Through through Right. Exactly
3: um and then what else i am um, yeah i'm not gonna play just buy the book That's buy the freaking book just yeah. buy the book yeah
2: let's get to the news let's let's play the music All right, we're back. So before we get to the news, a couple of things. We were talking out there just now about the um, about the, the suitcase, which I think is a, is a detail to your book, wraps it up so succinctly. Because I think when a lot, when you hear initially about like oh someone went around the world for a year,
3: uh-huh.
2: at least for me, I get a very granola feel to it all. Oh,
3: yeah, like yeah, it's
2: yeah. like someone going on a spiritual journey with a backpack and they're gonna discover the world <laughs> and they're gonna tell you life's like so much better, man. And then when I read that you have a rolling suitcase, I was like, first of all, I know you, so of course you do." <laughs> but secondly, now it's immediately a book I want to read much more because oh, it's somebody who doesn't take themselves so seriously. What do you think? Yeah, it's like how my mom should sure wrote a book about Woodstock and she went and stayed in a hotel. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> oh my god, I so would have done that. Like I hate camping so much. Yeah, exactly. I hate the outdoors. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. the music. You no, I
2: tell I, people you slept in the mud. Yeah, that's so amazing. is that? Did you think of that when you put that in the book?
3: No. I was just like because I just instinctive as a great writer. That's just who you are. Yeah, but I think it's more that that's just yeah. Of course, I'm not gonna like go anywhere with a backpack. Like I can (laughs) barely like stay in an Airbnb. Um, But do you
2: also realize that that's who most people think of when they think of someone that would do this?
3: You just pointing that out now is like an important. It makes sense, but like I think because I. I'm, you know, when you're writing about yourself you're working on a project for so long I feel like you lose that perspective but that's good to know so that I can describe it in ways that like It's such a clearer
2: idea of, I feel like it's a clear idea of who you are and also what the book's about and also the book doesn't take itself uber seriously
3: Oh yeah, no I start with like a quote from uh, the Lonely Planet copyright page
2: Yeah, and the quotes on the back are fantastic <laughs> Shakespeare, that's Audrey Duff live her truth <laughs> One more thing I want to mention I'm in the book! Yeah. Yes! It's very exciting. Shout out. Everybody, when you you get the book, flip to page 322 immediately. First thing you do. There's um, no spoilers here, right? You can read that page. I think I can pull this passage out and it won't give away too much. Okay, good. All right, here we go. You're on this poster twice, he'll say, gesturing. This is Anton. Yeah. Right? And you, this is when you come back to Shanghai at some point. Oh, yeah. does that give away too much? I don't no. think so. Yeah, That's just a part of her, your trip. Yeah.
3: There's no, like...
2: She had to re-up on makeup or something. Yeah. You don't <laughs> kill anybody, like, halfway through this? Um, we're give I mean, more? I
3: don't want to answer that question. But, yeah, I had to get some night creams that I was running low on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're on this poster twice, he'll say, gesturing to his headshot, which has been cropped but not close enough to remove the hand on his shoulder. That's your hand, he reminds me, as if I had forgotten. The other comics awkwardly fidget.
1: Bye! Are you an other
2: comic? I'm another comic. Can you fidget? That's and a so passage you. from the Kung I Fu comic. Club. Him fidgeting. You
3: picture, it's just like yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a you passage from the Kung essence. Fu.
2: That's from the Kung Fu comic club in Shanghai. Yeah. I remember when you came back. I remember not knowing if you and Anton, we'll call him, were together or not. And yeah. I remember. Uh, I don't remember that specific. You remember fidgeting though? But I do remember right? a lot of fidgeting going on on my part. <laughs> oh, like, how be- do I talk to him? Are they friends? Do they hate each other? I don't really know.
3: Yeah, we made sure to make it super awkward for everyone.
2: <laughs> so Anton came <laughs> with you back to Shanghai and then No, he lived in Shanghai. Oh, he, oh. No, he didn't
3: live in Shanghai. Oh, he lived which in Suzhou where I thing. live. Oh. But he like started performing comedy in Shanghai. well, whatever, that's a whole Okay, anyway.
2: <laughs> First story of the news today this comes from, from the Daily Mail. Kaplan, uh, one of our favorite sources. Seventeen-year-old boy is arrested for breaking into a couple's home in the middle of the night and demanding to use their Wi-Fi because he ran oh, out of data. Oh wow! Wait,
0: that's he, so amazing. He, he should I have gone to the what's kid? the hotel? Uh, the <laughs> Sofietel. Sofietel Sofietel
2: Hotel. You should yeah. have gone to the Safi There's
3: no password on that Wi-Fi, and an
2: unsecured network.
3: It's an unsecured network, and I'm pretty sure a they're Russian... still using like a 56k <laughs> dial-up modem. <motive>. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you
2: go to Russia right now and you go to unsecured network, I mean that's that's really on you.
3: I think in Turkmenistan, it's like the one place you're probably safe to do it because, like, no one has a computer.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, you do have a story that I read in here about uh, Wi Fi at Airbnb (laughs) that did not exist.
3: Yeah, I, like, freak out about, like, yeah. Was that
2: in Turkmenistan?
3: No, that was in Tajikistan. Tajikistan, closed, yeah. And
2: you flipped out because the Wi-Fi, the Airbnb in Tajikistan did not have uh, adequate Wi-Fi.
3: And I, like, oh, my God, I was just so <laughs> badly behaved there. I also, like, I just expected, like, a five-star hotel for no reason at all, yeah. Yeah.
2: Who do you complain to there?
3: The people I was staying with. And, and like, they ended up, like, hand-washing my laundry. It was bad. That's
2: the, t- that's the trade-off. They're like, we can't fix your Wi-Fi. We can hand-wash your clothes. <laughs> no,
3: they, like, brought me a computer. <laughs> it was really bad. Okay, yeah.
2: How much is an Airbnb in a place like that?
3: I mean, Central Asia is super affordable. I feel like I was paying, like, 30 bucks a night for, like, my own huge place downtown. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah.
2: That's another place possible to retire for your mom from oh, yeah. previous it's episode. The I think, so that that move, that so he broke so into a house. Is in Palo Alto. A, well, okay, so therefore, if it's in oh. Palo Alto, that's Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah. So that's almost, you should get arrested if you don't have Wi-Fi on the street there. That's I mean, he so cut weird. through a screen in their window. Climbed into their house and they were sleeping, and they asked him what he was doing, and he was just asked if they could use their Wi Fi. That's a guy that sounds like a junkie. Is that an like inalienable right at this point <laughs> in America? Uh, data. I am roaming? also
3: wondering, like, yeah, don't they have like Wi Fi and bus stations out there? Yeah, like, yeah
2: in California I thought they had it everywhere at this yeah. point. I mean, I had the subway in New York now.
3: Maybe yeah. it's just like not a fast connection, and he had to like
2: right, download, download some porn it. or like what yeah. is he downloading? <laughs>
3: this... That FaceTime. probably seems like the most likely.
2: Yeah, that is an old school move, though. Didn't they used to do that with phone calls? People would like, knock on your door and be like, hey, I just need to make a call. Yeah, and you'd let them in. You in the it. suburbs. You, you, you get them a cup, fix them a cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yes. What?
3: This never happened.
2: Really? You're from Boston, right?
3: Yeah. Ameri- suburbs, though. Oh.
2: Yeah, suburb. I don't know. California suburbs. I feel like that used to happen. And yeah, I'm just thinking of TV shows or movies. I don't know if people have oh, seen okay, that. Oh, okay, okay. But, but yeah, we guy- would have people always trying to get cell phone service. Uh, uh, I guess there were cell phones when I was at the end of my high school because people in our neighborhood, there was no service around there. Right. And people would come up to our door and be like, oh, sorry, I don't have service. Can I use your phone?
3: That's so weird. And you would like let them in? I think
2: we would say no by the end of it. Yeah, that okay. seems like a good loophole. <laughs> yeah. you are selling you know, like some Jehovah's <laughs> Witness stuff. But do you think, like, like what do you think? Th- like, if you were a jury, I feel like this guy gets a young people on his jury, he'd be fine. Oh, if, the, if, the, if the jury of his peers is under 25, yes, yeah. they're all like, on his oh side. Yeah. They couldn't yeah, yeah. imagine not having uh, Wi-Fi data whatever. Yeah, they'll blame the victim. These people, like the city, <laughs> should have had better wi- public Wi-Fi. These people shouldn't have had a secured network. They should have had a free password. Right. should have a sign outside. Like when you go away and trick-or-treating and you don't be people to, to you know, egg your house. Yes. You leave candy. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm here. Take one, Take one, please. Here's Here's a sign. I'm sleeping. Here's our Wi-Fi password, guest (laughs) password. Please don't hack into us.
1: Oh, my God. Don't break
2: the screen in my house. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Anyway. Next story, ABC News. The latest (laughs) round of tariffs on products from China proposed by President Donald Trump could double the price of Make America Great Again hats. Oh, my God. The real victims. Inspired by his 2016 campaign slogan, according to a merchandiser who imports them. So currently, this this merchandiser sells the hats for nine nine to twelve dollars, but it could go up to twenty dollars oh if my God. Trump puts uh puts the um, tariffs in. So what I like first of all is that uh, make American great again. Hats are made in China. Of course they are.
3: And that they're still being. Didn't he come up with a new slogan like? keep winning or something like he definitely has a new keep slogan. He now. does? He's not yeah. not keep
2: winning. If I were him, I would not I would ride that slogan home. <laughs> yeah. No,
3: because the point is that like now he's made it great again. So he Uh-oh. has a new slogan right. that's like We're back? Keep it's like the America Bulls the great. first season
2: was learning to fly and then oh. they had a repeat. They need. Yeah yeah yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mission accomplished should be his new one.
3: <laughs> <Mission> <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that slogan is just really it's it's served mi- a lot of people well. I
2: think Bush ruined the mission accomplished <laughs> yeah. he can't say that anymore. But uh, this is uh,
3: so I like that
2: they're, his hats are made in China. Yeah, Now, uh, these aren't the official hats of the campaign. We should. Oh my God, clear these up. are knockoff hats. These are hats that this guy's been making, oh, right? God. But he sold a hundred thousand. Yeah, he sold a hundred thousand. Trump fans love them, and they're gonna. Wow. How but many I
3: also—I've never seen that hat in real life.
2: Are you kidding? Yeah. Well, Because oh, wow. you're living New York. Yeah, really. you're yeah. in the bubble. You're in. I've I'm seen sure him. if you take a trip to Russia, you'll see some now. <laughs> yeah. You know where you see? him? <laughs> <So, laughs> go do your trip again. Yeah.
3: Really at the, I can't even think of. I, Here's at, where you do, do see
2: him. Uh, Washington D.C. I was there, and you'll see like we like thirteen year old kids. My mom and I went to the news museum, which is a very good museum. in I've Washington the D.C. New-seam. The news museum. That's New-seam. a great museum yeah. to wear mega- uh, a- So there was a bus of That's kids like who had driven in from like I don't know where, right, Western Virginia or something like that. West Virginia, what's it called? Well, there's West co- Virginia yeah. and there's West Virginia. That's Either one of those. <laughs> Every single like thirteen year old kid had a Make America Great Again hat on, and it was the first time we'd ever seen him. And I will say it's jarring. Yeah, yeah. the first time you see someone wearing one, you're like, whoa! Like people wear those, but of course people wear those. It's all over.
3: Right. There's, he got elected. Right, right, right.
2: And uh, it's very pro- it's one thing though to vote for him.
3: Yeah, it, to it's hard for wear me to that. accept it,
2: but yeah, people vote for him. But like to wear the hat is provocative. There, I, like I <laughs> don't think it is provocative. I'll tell you why. They were very. Vi- it, it would be the same as saying obama wearing an obama t-shirt in washington dc is provocative like cuz we my well, mom and well, i had obama this whole color sp- mustache thing my <laughs> mom went over to the kids and told them to take their hats off oh, oh my god yeah to these 13 year old kids and then i was like mom wait a second they were shocked What did they do? They were like, we're not going to do that. He's our president. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was like, Mom, you can't do that. Like, he did get elected. We're in Washington, D.C. These kids took a bus in from somewhere else. They're on a school trip. They're excited to be in the place where their president is. (laughs) I'm trying to see the whole picture here.
3: I mean, that's very generous, but I feel like I'm I'm on on your mom's side. I'm on Myrna's side here.
2: Well, there were also a whole other school of kids who were, like, from New York City who were equally as shocked. And they they were all fighting each other. Oh and my then, God. Like verbally yelling back and forth. You and then have there made was a like and then a boy and a, a, a boy with a Trump hat and a girl from it was like West Side Story. All of a sudden they just met. Yeah. Or it's a man, it's a boy yeah. with
3: a, or mic, and a boy. And, yeah. And a <laughs> Russian boy. And
2: uh, you're right. I'm, I'm thinking it's a small. When girl. you're a trumper, you're a trumper all the
3: way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Next I, story.
2: So we don't want to, can we? Because he says, we, maybe you have some context out in the world. Can we make some hats? Make some bank here. <laughs> should we make some MAGA hats? Let's make
3: some MAGA hats. He's Why don't you just vehicle. yeah sell them through the link too? If <laughs> <want> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: we're gonna get you American Canadian hats. This
3: is actually good for you because <laughs> they're gonna be more expensive. Am- You'll get more of a great expensive. for the pod.
2: We should start. We should find out all the items that Trump's putting tariffs on, and those are the ones we should advertise. Tell people to buy on Amazon because anything that's on Amazon that's got a tariff, yeah, dang, it's gonna be more. We to go. Yeah, exactly. The last thing you have to say on these hats: the design is very basic. Couldn't anyone make these hats? Like you don't necessarily have to make them
3: in China. Right, they China. look like yeah. you know when like guys are it's on sides. Very side simple. Of the, when you right. see like
2: people selling knockoff like uh, team stuff, like when the Eagles win the Super Bowl and you're at the parade and there's these guys just selling this knockoff crap. Yeah, like, the-, that's, the Make America Great hand does look like knockoff crap, but it's like basically official hat. Yeah, Dude, but it's like because it's just a dumb red hat with like a rope around it, yeah.
3: and like the stitch. Yeah, I feel and like the very basic stitching. I'm trying to remember where in the '90s you would like buy stuff with like number one dad on it that it's they that. could just do like.
2: My, my dad would go there. I don't know wherever that is. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can buy them now in Panama City Beach, Florida, where I was a couple of weeks ago. Last story. That is we got more news.
3: Now. Okay, yeah, sorry, I'm ready.
2: Fox News. Oh God, oh, God. Kaplan, where do you? Who gets these stories? Ikram. Randy Lee, we gotta fire our producer. Yeah. Atlanta Airport, oh, this is a good story. Atlanta Airport reveals it spent nearly $4 million on a dog bathroom. <laughs> 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 they have the best stuff on the right, New Win's news stories. Oh my God. The airport installed this installed seven dog bathrooms, one in each concourse. Airport administrators credited the high price tag to the complexities of building inside a 24-hour facility, which (laughs) restricts construction of the overnight hours. Okay, here's what I've
3: Well, That's like the same problem they have on the subway. Like, maybe the people that finished uh, these dog bathrooms, we can get them in to fix the New York City subway. Subways. It It sounds
2: like it would cost a lot, though. Not to go too local here, but New York City subways don't even have human bathrooms. Right. Can we get a human bathroom?
3: No, they have bathrooms. Well,
2: they do have a human bathroom. I was on the subway yesterday. Where? In Queens, and we were walking up a flight of steps to the elevated train, and there was a giant human shit on the staircase.
3: (laughs) No, but there are, like... And Teddy
2: Kaplan did not like that, let me tell you.
3: There are also, like, actual bathrooms. Like, uh... All of the people who work for the MTA have keys that will let them into the nice ones, that's but like then there are public ones, too. Where?
2: I've not <laughs> seen one. you got to be Because I've, I've been pissing on the, uh, tracks. And the tracks for years. He
3: aims for the rats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's
2: just tries to hit them right in the tail.
3: Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what stations, but yeah, they exist. I'll take a picture the next time I see one, and I'll send it to yeah, you. Yeah,
2: I mean, I've actually never gone to the bathroom in the subway in 15 no, years. That's my video. book. Right. Yeah. Bathrooms Bathroom. in New York City subways. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what kind of dog bathrooms they have, but like I used to send my dog pancakes to this doggy daycare place. Oh yeah. yeah. And they were stay-of-the-art. They would have like a turf thing with like a fake fire hydrant. That the dogs would all pee in, and then he had the guy ended up getting rid of it because he said it's very expensive the, the, the system to keep it from leaking and to keep it from smelling. So I think that's I, that's why it costs some millions of dollars. So the airport doesn't smell. Is our are taxes paying for this? That's yeah, my I number so. one question. I think taxes. Okay, are here's what airport. needs to happen. I'm gonna take a stand. This is alt middle right here. This is our new platform. Is that if you want to get your uh, fake, uh, I have a heart c- or whatever. Like I have Serapy anxiety, dog. so I need a dog. Ta- that should be ta- – taxes should be so high on that they pay for these dumb dog bathrooms. The therapy dog taxes? There should be a therapy dog uh, tax. Like you're only exempt for it if you're blind. That would eliminate That's therapy the only dogs. only real therapy dog. No, right. there's
3: also, like – there was one in my yoga class the other day, and I guess, like, the guy gets seizures or something, and they – then stop
2: doing yoga. Stop having <laughs> seizures. No, stop yeah. put, a, put a spoon in you your know, mouth I, I, and be done with it. It's funny you say that because I was in a Nerd. restaurant. I was in a restaurant yesterday, and all these moms come in. It was like a mom meeting, and they all had like strollers. And like, we're all going in the back. They're all meeting together. It's an empty restaurant. And then one woman walks in with a dog, and she just walks right into the back. And I thought, well, maybe because it's so empty that they're just going to let anything go. They need yeah. to stay in business. And then I heard a waiter come out. And like says to this other woman, he's like, uh, that person has a dog. And the woman who did not talk to the anything, thing goes, "Oh, I'm sure it's a therapy dog." Like she didn't, she just assumes Whoa. that the person has People the balls. Are so smug. It's like well, me well, she reading a the book. The balls to walk in without even acknowledging it. You must be a therapy dog. No, but just...
3: I see, but I see that a lot. Like I feel like okay. To be fair, I had I walked a friend's dog that I just like loved for a few weeks, and sometimes like I would just walk. Like sometimes it, there was just no place to like tie her up or whatever. And if you just like walk in, like. You're supposed to be there with a dog. Yeah. Most of the time, people won't question you. It's we're, ridiculous. We're, in
2: Long Island City, they will. They usually are pretty rough. I usually carry pancakes. Or I have the kids hold them outside, and I take a chance. They're both gone. I know someone <laughs> who I cannot mention by name because possible lawsuit, if I do. Okay. But they were renting an apartment out, and um, it says no pets. No pets in their apartment. It's been the rule forever. They had someone who said, hey, I love your apartment. Uh, can I come look at it? They come look. They bring a pet. And they go, oh, this is a no pet apartment, and the person says, oh, don't worry, I have a license for my dog. And they said, oh, but it's no pets. Oh, but I have a license, so I can have a dog in your no pet. Whoa, that's like
3: not true. You should read. There's this amazing New Yorker article about this woman who's really upset about this. So she brings all. She gets like a therapy llama and brings it to places, (laughs) and like a therapy snake and stuff. Oh wow! And that's like people will get those certificates, but. Uh, businesses and, like, buildings and stuff don't have to honor them. If you have, uh, if you're, like, blind or have seizures or whatever or have a legit reason, they can't not give you the apartment because of your dog, and they can't not let you into a restaurant with your dog, but the therapy things, there's no legal.
2: Oh, really? Like, yeah. Oh, because the person I know called a lawyer, and the lawyer was like, you have to come up with a fake reason why they can't live there. They can sue you. Oh, blue oh my shirt. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> okay, well, read the Patricia, I think it's like Patricia Mark's New Yorker article about therapy animals. It's so funny, but also, like, explains all the legal side I of mean, it. I mean, I
2: personally think you should be allowed, to, if the restaurant wants to let people bring dogs in, they should be allowed to do it. But that's just me. Back to so, this yeah. airport thing. <laughs> airport, <yeah>. I honestly <laughs> think that if, if you're going to start u- charging tax dollars because people bring airport, air, dogs onto planes and they need bathrooms for yeah. the dogs, it should, go, it should come out of your license. Yeah. And then second of all, It'll if you have having problems, if you don't feel good about yourself, don't get a therapy dog. Just get a book. Like I said, you'll feel smug. <laughs> Read it in public. Everything's good. Get Audrey Murray's book. This or just is don't fly. I
3: Spend $4 million on my book. I'm happy.
2: Open to- Mike night in oh. Moscow is the name of the book. It's a therapy book, we call it, right? It's a
3: therapy book. Yeah. yeah. I'll write you a letter saying it's could, a therapy book.
2: You could bring this to any coffee shop, unlike dogs.
3: Yep. Restaurant.
2: Yeah. Airport. If you go to the airport. If you go to the airport, you do not. You know, you don't need to waste time coming your dog poop. I can't even imagine right. what that must be like. I've Not never... only that, you can read this while you're pooping. Yeah. I've, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never flung... in the airport. It for a pooping. I've never flown with a dog by the way, so I don't know. That's all. Audrey, thank you for doing the show.
0: Thank you for having me, back
2: Everyone go get the book, Cap, What You Do. And this Let's
0: get lost. Get lost. 1 2 3 4 1 I know you want